the Recovery Revolution will be podcast on the Since Right Now Addiction Recovery Network. This is the Unruffled Podcast, Episode 113. This is a podcast about recovery through creativity. We live an intentional life. We thrive. I am Sandra Primo. And I'm Tammy Salas. And we are The Unruffled. Hey, Sandra. Good morning. How are you? I'm okay. If I sound a little out of breath, it's just because I just cleaned a studio and not my studio someone else's studio (laughs) wow that's nice of you (laughs) (laughs) well yeah we do what we have to do Mm -hmm. yeah I so I intern uh for at my improv studio I'm an intern oh and you know different interns have different jobs and we do them Mostly for, well, some people sign up to intern so that they can meet people if they have a social type job, like they work the ticket counter or whatever. I didn't get that job. I clean the classrooms, uh, but I do it for a heavy discount. Mm -hmm. And when I signed up for it, it made sense because I had more time than I had money, you know, (laughs) so take the classes because you get us like a 80% discount. Like it's huge. Um, on classes. Totally worth it. Right. Right. And now I'm finding that I have less time, but I'm, I'm still committed to it. It doesn't, it doesn't take me that long. There's something, uh, there's something really satisfying about cleaning something other than your own shit, you know, your own house. (laughs) Yes. There's a real satisfaction from that. And I've heard that from people that like clean for a living, you know, I've heard that before. Plus you get like a groove down, you know, where you know where to start and you know where to finish. Like it, the first time I did it, it took me two hours. Then I got it down to an hour and a half. Now I can do it in an hour it's very satisfying. Anyway, my heart's pumping a little bit. Um, because Got a workout. Yeah. <laughs> so, Lori, Lori Masticott would be happy with you. She would be. Yeah. She would be. And I've heard her talk about the cleaning thing. And I was like, yeah, I don't get that, Lori, because I don't love to clean. But now I kind of get it. I, I, mm-hmm. I, I'm okay cleaning something else that's not my own thing. <laughs> right. My own house. <laughs> yeah, cleaning my own studio would be a whole nother 14 hour pro- project. So no, not right. <laughs> I get too distracted. You want to go through every little piddly thing. And yeah, so this is just like, boom, I'm, you know, in and out. Hmm. It's very satisfying. Well, good. Good. So um, yeah, how's your morning? <laughs> hmm. My guys are just getting out of here. We might hear them leaving. I don't know. We'll see. Um, school is still in session for my son. So we have about, I don't know, four or five days left here. Got it. Yeah. And I'm seeing him get into the car right now. He's driving. Oh, wow. That has happened in the last week and a half-ish where he's driving us to town. Now, does he have his thing? His, his, did he take his test and permit and all that kind of stuff? He has his permit. So he needs 50 hours of driving time. Um, and he has like six months to do that, but he's like on a mission already. He is loving driving. 
I have to tell you this, Sandra, I, I guess this is the time to do it. Um, if I wasn't working a quote unquote program <laughs> um, through my 12 step program and the concepts of letting go and acceptance and surrender and all of that stuff that we work on um, for me, I don't think I could be in the passenger seat of, of the car. Oh, uh-huh. And I yeah. found, I That's thought- a whole was, lot of letting go right there. Totally. And the whole concept of grace over drama, because I realized like, I need to be completely calm for him. Yeah. I can't say need you to be freaking out. Yeah. And um, I was nervous to drive with him. And so I just was avoiding it. And um, he asked me one day to take him driving. And I was like, sure. And it was a little scary, I have to be honest, the first time. But then he got, he went to a driving school and he took like a three hour lesson with someone. It was like night and day the next time I drove with him. Hmm. And he's been awesome ever since. And so when I, when I do carpool now, which I, I, I don't mind carpool because I get to talk to him in a way that he doesn't talk to me when we're face to face. Sure. There's something about that kind of carpool confessional is what I call it. Or when you're inside the car. Um, but he's been driving me to carpool, you know, dropping himself off. And then I get in the car and I come home and it's been just really cool. Our conversations wow. and just like, um, I don't know, it's just opened up a whole new, whole new thing. That's so, yeah, I can see that. You know, my son says he wants to drive, mm. but he has not, he has not put forth any action towards actually driving. Mm. In other words, I want him to go to like driving school and all of that. Yeah. You know? And now that it's summer, you know, I'm like, okay, now you have time to do that, but I want you to do all the research and figure out yeah. where you're going to take driving school and all that kind of stuff. But he has not done that. So. Yeah. Well, Grady started doing that. Um, in the winter time, he took an online driving school. So that's the first step here in California. Mm-hmm. I don't know how it is in Texas, but, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, we didn't know he had these executive functioning, um, or neuro, he's not neurotypical and, and he has a hard time planning. We didn't know any of that when he was taking his driver's school. So we kept saying like, leaving it up to you. Yeah. See, Max does too. So I, I, this might be an exercise in futility because he, he, my son does too. Obviously. Yeah. But so when we did have to get involved a little bit, yeah, because he, that's not his strength and I didn't know that. And so then I was like, oh, this is one of the things, you know, it didn't dawn on me until later. I'm like, oh, this is the one of the things that he needs help with actually. Yeah. You can't see it through all the way through. Yeah. Um, and it's hard. It's a lot of, it's a lot of steps, you know? Yeah. And my son's the same way. So really I'm just kind of, you know, saying, saying this, like I'm, I'm, you know, put, uh, made a hard boundary, but that's not actually true. I mean, probably actually what I really want him to do is just say, okay, I'm ready to, you know, I'm ready to put down my computer game and I'm ready to, you know, set aside some time to do the driving school thing. But, you know, we're yeah. three days into some or four days into some. <laughs> right. Right. Well, all I can say, and I, and that's why I mentioned it earlier, is like I was, I think I was doing a boundary too. And I also didn't really want him to drive, to be honest with you, Sandra. No, no. See, that's, that's, that's it too. <laughs> so I'm just like, well, whatever. Hello. If he didn't start driving until next summer, hey, I'd be all right with that. <laughs> it's a little nerve wracking, right? Yeah, I mean, no, it I'm, is. I'm more afraid of other people and all the bad drivers out there. So, 
Yeah. So it's been I a lesson. You. It's been a lesson in using all the tools that we have um, in terms of keeping sane and kind of staying <laughs> I mean, what uh, in my lane that couldn't be more appropriate. Um, it's, it's been a whole new thing for me. Um, and I'm actually happily surpri- surprised by myself. So I didn't think it was going to be like this. I thought I was really going to have Steve just like, Steve, that's your department. Um, but it's been nice to kind of share that with him and his excitement and his, his self-confidence, Sandra has just gone through the roof in two weeks. Like it's, he's transformed. Oh, that's so, so that's cute. been kind of fun to see too. So that's, that's going to be our summer. Cause he has two internships. We're going to be driving a lot together. Oh yeah. 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 So yeah, we just kind of started summer. So this whole podcast is going to be about summer. We usually do a summer recap yeah. We decided we're going to do one on the front end Yeah, talk about summer. And here's what, so, so this so far has been very strange for us. Normally my kids go to school. So we have Memorial Day weekend, the three day weekend, and then they go back to school. Like for instance, usually as long as my kid has been in school, he just finished up his sophomore year. Uh, they have had, they would just be either today would would probably be their last day or even tomorrow would be their last day. Yeah. Normally, um, for whatever reason, the, the school district changed the the calendar. I guess people vote on that. I don't know. I, you know, I never vote on anything. So, you know, I can't (laughs) complain about it because I don't, I don't vote on it. Uh, (laughs) and I'm not really complaining, but it has been just a weird adjustment. Um, Here's what I've figured out about myself, and this has taken me 50 years. Uh, I am okay with change. Change is all right. Uh, It's the transition part Mm. that I fall apart during the transition. (laughs) It's always very rough. Yeah. How so? What do you mean? Like how? I just feel the only word is this, this, it, the sound of the word describes the feeling. I just feel super discombobulated. Mm. I feel like I'm an hour behind gotcha. um, everything. Like this morning, for instance, I wanted to be up at 5.30. I wanted to be out the door by 6.30 so that I could be home by 7.30 and I wouldn't have felt rushed before we started recording, but that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. I didn't wake up until 6.30. And it's like I feel a hour behind everything. I feel like my brain, like I just, if you, I mean, this time last week I was flying high with my muse. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I mean, as we're recording this, Sandra, it's freaking May 30th and it does feel like the freaking million days of May. It's still not over. So you are valid in your feelings. I'm not, you know, and I know you could fly high last week and still be in May, but it goes on forever. Uh-huh. And yeah. for moms and, and you know, definitely when kids are in school and lunches, my friend Kelly in Florida has been posting like what she's been putting in her kids' lunches and it's like hilarious. She's a like, bag of like, chips, a granola bar, candy bar. <laughs> she's just gotta make it through till, you know, like relish. <laughs> she's got like crazy stuff in there. And it's just like, we just have to make it till the end. We just have to make it. So I think you're not alone, but yes, yes, I've been feeling I've been feeling not too dissimilar than you. Right. But see, I turn all of that. What I tend to do is instead of just normalizing it and going, this is what everybody goes through. I turn it into this existential thing where, you know, I, 
I'm questioning my relevance and purpose on this planet. <laughs> so you go there. Yeah, I go completely. I, I totally go there. <laughs> That's why we're friends. Cause I, well, I, yes, because, um, we can balance each other out. I'm like, okay, call me, Sandra, text me when you feel like that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I get it. I get it. So you go to a darker place. I do. I do. I guess because it reminds me of when my, I was not, uh, it did not experience clarity and organization in my life. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I go to like, the worst case scenario, like, oh, it's going to be like this forever. I'm never going to get back on my game. <laughs> oh, okay. But you are, you know that, you know that intellectual. I know that. Yeah. I know that. And I, and I normally am very good at reframing things. That's part of my, you know, personality. I, you know, can be positive to a fault, positive to magical thinking, but it's just when I get to this place where I, it, and it happened, it like, it happened over a weekend. <laughs> right. Like I came back. Well, came tell back us about your my, weekend. I came back. So I went to, so I went to a music fest festival, a little hippie music festival. It's called the Kerrville Folk Festival. Um, this weekend, I uh, just to give, give some backstory. I've been going to this festival since I was in college. And you can only imagine it was a whole different experience in college. <laughs> um, it was a little more, shall we say, psychedelic mm-hmm. in okay. college. Uh, way more. Uh, <laughs> uh, but then about, let's see, when I was pregnant with Chloe, so probably 11 years ago, I started going kind of back to the festival because my uh, my ex-mother-in-law, who is my, um, son's grandma, she and I are very close. She and her partner have been going out there since the late seven, since it started is early eighties, late seventies, early eighties. And, uh, and so they, they invited us, started inviting us to come out. Max was a little bitty kid. Um, and so we started going out then back again, you know, and I had been out there intermittently in between, but there was kind of a big gap. And, you know, so I was going back as a mom and it's a, it is a family experience. There's lots of kids running around. There's tent people tent and camp. It lasts for a month. And some people go out there and spend the entire month there. Um, my ex-mother-in-law and her partner have a, uh, a couple of camp, you know, camper, um, uh, what do you call them? Uh, RVs. Mm-hmm. And so it's sort of like, you know, it's not really camping, camping. It's, you're in an RV or they're in an RV. Therefore we're in an RV. Um, but when my kids were little, you know, I was still drinking. And mm-hmm. um, so I would just, you know, I would just, uh, I would drink, you know, the whole weekend. Like my, uh, I will call her my mother-in-law ex-mother-in-law is a mouthful. Um, she, uh, enjoys a glass of wine. Um, but you know, she would have to be well stocked for me. Right. <laughs> yeah. We would have to run into town. To yeah. get her. And they can't s- run out. Right. And yeah. they sold it at the, at the inside the festival part and the music part. So, you know, it was, 
it was a thing. And, you know, oh, the kids are asleep in the camper. I can lock the camper door and, you know, they're safe. Right around the festival. They're fine. Uh, Which it is that kind of place. I I have a question. Yes. I'm sorry. Have you gone every year since you've been sober? Yes. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Yes. So going back sober, obviously, was a different experience. Um, You know, first time, second time, it was a little... Eh, you know, a little trick, you know, there were some triggering moments, I guess you could say, but I was kind of pink cloudish as you, as everyone probably is sick of me talking about that. But I, (laughs) I was kind of, you know, I was, I was still pretty good and I was enjoying the moments with my kids and it didn't, you know, didn't feel, didn't feel very triggering. Honestly, I was having, you know, I would, the memories of when I was a shit show were kind of fresh too. And I was like, okay, that, you know, that's my end. That's where, that's where the story goes for me. So there was no romanticizing. Mm -hmm. So I, everybody knows that if, you know, Lord willing, I make it to July, I will have five years of sobriety. So this is a, this is, you know, coming up on five years of sobriety for me. And this is, this was my experience this time. So I wasn't triggered like I wanted to drink, but here's what I did feel for the first time. I felt envious of, Mm. of my, my mother-in-law and her sister, um, who, could enjoy a two glasses of wine a night. I was, I was feeling some severe envy. My husband ended up coming. He doesn't always come. He had a beer and, you know, and I got to experience their sort of glide. It felt like they were just gliding into the music Mm -hmm. show. (laughs) Yeah. You were with unicorns a little bit. And I was envious of that. I mean, my mother-in-law has these, I was describing them to you yesterday, these glasses, these wine glasses, they look like they're doll glasses, like a doll would use <laughs> to drink grape juice from. Like a shot glass <laughs> for us. <laughs> What's the point of putting wine in that? I don't, like I have no idea. Like I would drink 25 of those. Yeah. And so, you know, I know where I can take that story to the very end. I know where that train goes. Yeah. And it's a wreck. The train goes straight right to the train wreck. Mm-hmm. I get that. I know that. What I was envious of was the fact that I will never ever be that person that could just have two glasses of wine and just sort of feel that ease, that ease that we all chased and and only experienced for like a second yeah yeah because you'll feel it yeah but you're gonna surpass that you're gonna be like fuck that that's not enough exactly (laughs) more because we have the disease of more 100 percent. yeah so yeah so that was it yeah i mean it wasn't anything that i felt like oh my god i need a meeting i need to text a sponsor or a friend you know like i i had to just kind of sit with it like okay well, you're feeling, you're feeling envy. You're feeling envy mm-hmm. of a woman that you will, ne- you know, never be. You never were, and you will never be. Mm, I totally get that, Sandra. It's like you're hovering above yourself a little bit, going totally. 
you're outside of yourself looking like, okay, why can't I, <laughs> why can't yeah. I get that? Well, yeah. That's, that's a valid question. And that's, a, I think it's good to visit that, although that can be hard and it can be hard for re-entry when you get back home. I mean, it's no surprise how you're feeling, right? Right. That's, I mean, I'm sure that has a lot to do with it. Yeah. I'm sure yeah. that has a whole lot to do with it. And so, yeah. And I mean, I enjoyed the music. There was like vending and um, my mother-in-law always gives me birthday money. And so, hmm. you know, yeah, yeah. It's really fun. And I'm always determined to spend it, you know, with the vendors and, yes. um, you know, so I bought some really fun things and, you know, I, I mean, I totally enjoyed myself. I enjoyed my kids. I enjoyed, you know, my, my mother-in-law and her sister. I love them to death. Yeah. And, um, so, you know, all of it was enjoyable. It was just that one little, <sighs> yeah. So interesting. I get it. This, well, Memorial weekend is tough. A music festival is tough. You know? Yeah, and you had a rough Memorial Day weekend, or I did. You know, something significant, right? I think, yeah, I um, I shared this in our Facebook group. I had to go there, which was so not that I had to. I I knew I could go there, and leave a little video for the group. And I knew it might be a tough weekend for a lot of people. Sure, um, holiday weekends are, and I think even going into summer and us talking about this summer episode, this is kind of why we're going to talk about some things and how we're keeping ourselves busy and what we're doing creatively. So we'll we'll get there, but. You know, it was coming up on the five-year anniversary of the giant shit show that I had at a music festival in my town. And I have to say, it was one of those events that was um, the beginning of the end for me. You know, I wouldn't stop drinking for another nine months, but this event, um, it's in my town. I live in a small town and um, a lot of people come to it. I used to work the bar there and, you know, get loaded just as an ex you know, just our friends own it. I used to drink there a lot um, at this bar. Um, anyhow, I had a friend come in from Montana, an online friend that I'd, I'd met at Wright Doe Bay, and mm. she was coming to my house, and I was really nervous. I was so nervous that it was, I thought it was a great idea to go to a wine luncheon before she came with a friend at a winery. Okay, so mm. that mistake number one. And then mistake number two was to open up a bottle of champagne at my house and drink that with her before we went over there. Mm. And then because all of my insecurities were coming out and I'd started drinking, I was like, well, I don't want to bother you. Her, her, her best friend's husband was in the band we were going to see. Mm -hmm. I was like, you can hang out with your best friend. I'll leave you alone. And she was like, I came to see you <laughs> and hang mm. out with you. Like, and I, and I, so I kept avoiding her all night and she was looked confused if I, you know, right. <laughs> and I just kept, and then I just kept drinking and drinking and dancing. And, and maybe nobody else thought anything was wrong. I knew it was, I knew I had raging anxiety. I don't remember leaving. I remember waking up the next day and of course, falling out of bed, you know, looking for my phone, looking where I parked. Somebody brought me home. I have no idea who, probably the owners of the bar and hotel are friends because they usually did that for me. And, um, I remember going outside by my studio and like going behind, like hiding almost like going out behind my studio and looking at my phone to reconstruct the evening. Mm. And when I looked at the photos, I could see a picture of my friend and her best friend, like looking at me like, what the fuck? Oh, like what, oh, no. you know? And then I had all these blurry pictures and people dancing in the band and it all started coming back to me. So when, when this weekend was coming up, um, 
I knew I was having these feelings, right? Mm-hmm. And I think what I confessed to you yesterday, and I'll go ahead and confess it on, on the show, is that I have never watched a Real Housewives of anything. And I started watching Real Housewives of Beverly Hills last week <laughs> in the days leading up to the weekend. And no judgment over anyone who, who watches Bravo. Right, whatever. It's just but out I, of character for you. Yeah, I, I haven't had um, cable since Grady was five. I have a 16-year-old. So, But the last few years, Steve got Apple TV and we have um, the Bravo channel. And so I figured out that I could watch it. And so I haven't had the space or the time. School got out. You know, I had my last day of classes, took my final exams. And then I went on this Bravo Beverly Hills Housewives binge my husband was judging me. My son was judging me. And I was like, I don't care. I just need to just veg out. I just, I don't care. And I realized after talking to a friend, like I was numbing out like sure. I would alcohol, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's when I knew I had to get on the Facebook group. And, but I was going to the festival. I hadn't been back in five years. And we were going to see the same band that I went the five years before, my friend's husband. And I made a plan and I invited a sober sister from my, um, from town, from, from locally from town. And, um, she met me there and I went with Stephen Grady and we walked there and it was so mellow and so low key. And we walked home and saw a beautiful sunset and like, I did it differently, Mm -hmm. but it still played with my head, you know, and waking up the next day and not having a hangover and remembering me kind of crouching behind my studio, scrolling my phone, trying to put my life together. Right. It just seemed like I'm so grateful that I've come so far in those five years. And I'm glad I'm not that version of me anymore. But it was triggering. It was super like um, agitating. And um, the numbing out, I was like, oh, numbing out with my phone, social media, numbing out with Real Housewives of Orange County. And guess what? I'm totally okay with both of those things. Of course. <laughs> yeah, because of I course. So I'm glad to be here with you today. I'm glad that weekend is over. And I think a lot of our um, listeners popped on last weekend and were kind of sharing where they were at with things. We have just such a beautiful community of women that... Um, are making suggestions and encouraging and just supporting one another on our Facebook page. I really, I love them. We sure do. And yeah. they, there's been a whole lot of support in there lately because summers yeah. are hard. Mm-hmm. Summers are hard. And right, Memorial Day weekend is just the, the, the door, you know, that yep. opens into summer. And, um, you know, I think that a lot of us, <clears throat> excuse me, a lot of us, you know, it's one, it's one thing, you know, remembering the behavior is uh, one thing, but if we experienced any shame over that, like, I'm sure you felt very shameful over the way your friends, you know, may or may not have seen you that weekend. Yeah. Um, you know, it, that's the part that's so hard. It's, it can be so triggering, just remembering the shame of, of of something that occurred or the shame that you felt. Yeah. Uh, I felt, okay. I just felt, um, I'm sure my perception. So when I went to the event, Sandra, like it was really mellow. People were not crazy. People were, right. you know, and it was like, I remember it being a little wilder than this. Well, my no. was like, I bet you do. <laughs> I'm sure you do, like, because you did it differently. And, and that, you know, yeah. but to actually be able to um, have a do over is what I felt like. 
And again, I think it was being with my son. I was starting to have an anxiety attack before I went. My husband and son went ahead of me and I was baking a cake, which I'll get to later when I share my tools, how I've been keeping myself busy. <laughs> but um, he came back home, Grady did, because he forgot a jacket. And I was kind of doing, and I said, I don't know if I can go over there. I'm getting so anxious. And he was like, did you take your, whatever you take? Because I take a beta blocker. Uh-huh. And I said, no, I forgot. And he was like, why don't you take one? And I was like, okay. Because you forget when you're in that, you forget your tools. That's mm-hmm. why we talk about it every show. What's your tools? What are you using? What are you doing? Because even though you might have a strong one, I had one in my purse, a physical, you know, physical items in my purse that could have helped me. Nope, I'm not doing that. I'm just pacing and freaking out. Right. Well, and those are all the shoulds, right? You should be able to handle this. You should, <laughs> you should be able to, you know, get through this, you know, what? Yeah. woman up what's wrong with you you know all this <laughs> all that self-talk we do yeah. you know but at the same time it's like okay but I'm not I'm suffering and you don't have to be sometimes well that's what's helpful about texting too I, mm-hmm. feel. Like, I know you were out of range um but like texting with another person who gets it mm-hmm. can, they, they can just say one thing and like get you back in the groove it's true right it is instantaneous just that connection you know, being listened to, um, it, it does, it feels like a release valve almost. Yeah. Well, so, so summer, so school's out, our schedules are wonky. We got through the big holiday weekend. So I feel like success. I know you have, um, when this airs, you, you will be having a very, um, awesome birthday the very next day. I know. So when this airs, this will air on June 3rd. It'll be the eve of your birthday. Um, are you excited? You know, I am excited. I mean, I'm usually pretty just, I don't know, neutral about birthdays. I mean, there's, uh, you know, but those, those decade birthdays. Yeah. I don't know. They're, they're, I guess, yeah, they're a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, 50 is an age that, do you remember when you were really young and you oh, thought yeah. that was so old? Oh, yeah. oh my God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the joke, the cosmic joke is you still feel the same internally as you did when you were 20. So that's <laughs> right. the fucking cosmic joke. <laughs> oh, well, I'm so excited. So we get to kick off our summer together. And we did that last year too, because I came out to Texas. That's um, right. We women's circle. So we're uh-huh. going to get off again. We'll be together. Um, a couple days after your birthday. So I'll see you later this week, I guess, when this airs. And I'm excited about that. Yep. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm super excited. Um, I, I've already screwed up though. I was invited by our friend Jody, who's been on the podcast, Jody White, to go to see um, Glennon is her she Glennon Doyle or Glennon Glennon Doyle? Anyway, Doyle, yeah. She had two tickets. She invited me. I was away from my calendar. I didn't write it down, and uh, and then my husband planned a dinner. My mom's coming. We decided to do it pre-birthday since I'm going to be out of town the following weekend after my birthday, Aww. and it's the same night. I know, so I'm not going to go with Jody. I'm going to go have dinner with my mommy. Uh, tomorrow night as this is being recorded, but that's fun too. And, um, and then on my actual birthday, I don't know, it's, it's, you know, it's on a Tuesday. So Mm -hmm. it's kind of a, you know, it's one of those 
it's a Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to celebrate in Portland and we're having an unruffled meetup. So that will be fun. And we're taking I cannot wait. Workshop, taking her raw workshop together. And we're, it's just going to be all fun all the time. I am so looking forward to it. And that I think for me is going to feel like, okay, this is, it's really going to stir my creativity back up, I think. Oh yeah. Um, so that's, that's, I'm so looking forward to it. I think that's going to put my head on right. Good. Even though sometimes a trip can make you feel even more sort of <laughs> discombobulated. <laughs> I, I think that this is going to do the opposite. I think it's going to help spur some things for me too, in terms of creativity and getting moving on things. And Amanda is so inspiring and she's such a great um, facilitator. She calls herself a Sherpa, which I think <laughs> is the best, like yeah. right? Yep. Because I am not one that wants to always just go in and dig in there, mm-hmm. you know, and, 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 um, you know, uh, be a, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, uh, uh, oh, an anthropologist or not an anthropologist. What's the, what, oh my God, my brain isn't working. What's the person who like digs up fossils? Um, an archaeologist. An archaeologist. Yes. Thank you. I'm like Indiana Jones. What are we talking about? Yeah, archaeologist. <laughs> I don't always want to be my own archaeologist. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, she and, does a great job of it. Right. And so, yeah, she says that that's, that's, that's her superpower is being, um, you know, a Sherpa to your, through your feelings. Yeah. Taking one through their feet. Yeah. To access their feelings. Yeah. Through creativity. I love it. I I hope I, yeah. If she gets me to cry or something, that'll be miraculous. (laughs) Well, (laughs) Just go in wide open. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. Just bring some images. Not too much. Last time I took way too many things. Like I, so just, we can chat about that later. But I, this time I'm like, I'm taking my little bag of images, my little bag of words and a journal and that's it. And I'm. Hmm. Oh, you're not taking like, cause I was looking at her list. Yeah. Let's compare notes and maybe we can, we can tag team it. I mean, I know I need some other things like gesso and a paintbrush and stuff, but I mean, like I brought way too many physical things. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, Well, since I'm going to, I'm trying to keep it to one carry on bag. So whatever fits in there is what I'm bringing. I'm so excited. We're staying at my friend Angie's house who Angie has been a patron of the show. Um, since we started our Patreon, she's our, um, our, you know, tried and true, steady Eddie. And she, um, she's having a stay at her house. I can't. Yeah. So, so generous. Yeah. And Angie does not share our common problem. Um, and she is a big supporter of the show. I love it. She I just can't loves wait. us and what we're doing in creativity. And I'm a big fan of hers as well. So it'll be really fun. I can't, I can't wait. So yeah, one thing I did to just, I guess, sort of distract myself over the weekend as I sat in the RV, I had some alone time is that I, I planned my outfits. Oh, nice. Look at you. Well, I, I should have been doing that while I was on the couch watching you know, Lisa Vanderpump, but go ahead. I want to hear what <laughs> Well, you know, I just planned some outfits, planned some possible outfits. So nice. yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. I obsessed over that a little bit. <laughs> I think, I think Natalie's taking me um, to Nordstrom's rack to go look for some shoes I've been trying to find out in the world, but I hate shopping. Uh-huh. I'm sure yeah. some people could just go online and go get something, but I can't even do that. Like I, I just hate shopping for clothing. Yeah. I need to do a tiny bit of shopping, but mostly I just need uh, bras and I want a particular sandal and I know exactly oh. what I want. So gotta find it's it. going to be easy to find. Um, yeah. So that's, that's, um, that's in, in, inside Sandra's shopping. And, <laughs> well, rest and up on Tuesday cause you're going to need it. You're outfit need- curating. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, you know, so talking about summer, I just would like to recap. I know we've done summer, summer episodes, mm-hmm. but it's interesting. Even when you go into something like preparing for a summer and you're super intentional about it, um, what you, what you learn in the assessment or in hindsight, I think is like the real lesson. And so sometimes you don't even know what you're doing and why you're doing it, mm-hmm. but you figure out the why later on, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I got sober in the summer. Um, I already said that, but so my, so that was just sort of, uh, you know, getting through mid if, experiencing sort of the pink cloud and all the stuff that I felt midsummer. But my first sober summer will call, call was my really my second summer Mm -hmm. and so I was approaching one year of sobriety and coming into that summer I had decided and I decided this around I guess November before the summer that I was going to do um I was going to start basically start a new business and I was going to do kids sewing camps at my house because I wanted to be super intentional about summer I knew I needed to stay busy with something um, and I, uh, planned four weeks of sewing camps to be hosted at my house. I thought it would keep my daughter sort of busy too, give her a little job. And, um, and I, uh, and it, and it worked, it worked beautifully. I did how that. Long, how long did you do that? How many summers? I did that for three summers. Yeah. I remember when I first met you, yes, that you were that, I was like your second summer of maybe doing uh-huh. yeah. I did it for three summers and, um, and you know, it, 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 it did its job. Mm-hmm. You know, I made a little money. I, there was some organization to the summer. Um, I stayed not super busy because, you know, I kind of dispersed the week's over, you know, like there was one, I did one camp a a month basically. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so there was downtime in between. We still, you know, took our family summer vacation. I think, you know, went to the beach a couple of times, but it kept me, it kept the summer sort of in organized and in a flow for me. But, but the lesson sort of that I learned that I didn't know what I was doing going into summer is that I need, so you, you hear this statement in, um, in 12 step meetings that, you know, if you want self-esteem, you have to do esteemable acts. And for me, I needed to build up my confidence and integrity. I needed to like 
trust myself again. Mm -hmm. And to do that, I needed to build up my confidence muscle basically. And so it's like, if I wanted integrity, I needed to do things that, that built my integrity back Mm -hmm. to myself, making commitments to myself and showing up for myself. And so in hindsight, that's what I was doing, I think. Um, Because like I said, going into it, it was like, I need to stay busy. I need to, you know, not necessarily be distracted all summer, but I need to not have a whole lot of downtime where I'm obsessing over summer drinking. Yeah. That was good. That was smart of you to do that whether you knew that's what you were doing or not at the time, you know, like, but you did it. And I think what I'm imagining, and I'm going to ask you about like last summer, you, I'm jumping ahead, sorry, in your story, but Mm -hmm. you made a different decision eventually. Right. So last summer I decided not to, not to do, I was kind of done with the summer camps Mm -hmm. and, um, I felt, thought that they kind of had fulfilled their purpose. Um, uh, there was also logistical reasons why they were kind of getting too big and too much to host in my home. Um, they were kind of, they were very popular. I, I, I will say probably because the price was right. I didn't have a lot of overhead, so I didn't have to charge a ton for them. Plus they were fun. The kids had fun. Um, mostly girls, you know, I had a few boys, hmm. um, but uh, the kids had fun, and so they had kind of become popular. So it was sort of this fork in the road where I needed to decide to either only have like two and just be real firm about that, or I needed to take them off site somewhere else. And then, you know, and then that would mean charging more and all that kind of stuff. Um, and I just decided, you know, I'm going to sit the summer out and I might just be done with them. Maybe they served their purpose. And, I, and you know, of course, now I've come to that conclusion that they definitely did serve their purpose. But last summer was, you know, I didn't have, you know, I had a couple of vacations. Um, one of them was with my husband's side of the family. So, you know, there was it was, there was some triggering stuff, but I love how we structured the podcast and that was really fulfilling to me. So there were other things that sort of, um, showed up and made it, um, you know, gave it some ease. Yeah. And also how doing the podcast, like we did, I mean, I'm, I think it's incredible. And I'm just going to say that, (laughs) that we do this every single week, right? We have not missed a week. So we, that structure, maybe that helped have some structure for you that maybe the camps gave you a little bit. Sure. It did. To do. Um, so it could keep us accountable still, like you said, and have the integrity and keep our word and do those things that are so important in, um, in our recovery. Um, but I think you totally leveled up though, right? Like you, you, you saw what had served you and you could gracefully walk away from that, not knowing exactly why. Mm-hmm. But you just knew, like, I think I'm done with that. Like, that's, I'm going to move on. And I think, and I hope I'm not jumping ahead too far, but I'd like to talk about how we're both going into this summer um, with our own projects. And I didn't do it knowing that this was going to be a summer thing. It just worked out that way. But the, both of the things that we're working on 
are kind of launching right now. You know, you did yours right. last month, but it's like, we're here, we're tapping into our creativity and it is going to take us through the summer. So I wanted to ask you, so that, cause I think sometimes we're not so great at self-promotion, you and I, I want to ask you what, what, what are you doing and working on this summer? That's going to help guide you and keep you tethered. Hey, Unruffled listeners, just popping in mid-show to remind you about our Patreon fundraising campaign. To date, we have produced almost two years worth of content and have over half a million downloads. We can hardly believe it. If you like what you've been hearing and appreciate our weekly consistency, you can be a patron of this show for as little as a dollar an episode. To donate, please go to patreon.com backslash the Unruffled podcast. Thank you for your continued support of the show. Now back to it. Right. So, you know, I mean, obviously, um, you would have to be new to the podcast to not know this about you or I, but we do not have nine to five jobs. We don't. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're both creative entrepreneurs. Um and so, you know, I mean, I could, we, either of us could choose to have a summer of just complete downtime if we, you know, if we chose that, um, that would be my, dangerous, but that would be dangerous for me too, yeah, for me too. Um, if I'm not creating, uh, not only do I just feel all kinds of wonky, stagnation just leads to, I mean, it may sound dramatic, but it feels like my soul will start withering if I am, if I'm not creating. Um, I have to use my powers for good. Yeah. I will use them for other things, (laughs) you know? Right. Right. uh, I am just now, oh shoot, it's going to be my, in my tools, but whatever I'm reading. I'm finally reading Where'd You Go Bernadette because Mm -hmm. I missed that book somehow. And I know that the movie's coming out or it's out already. I'm not really sure. Actually, I didn't know the movie, there was a movie coming out, but I had stumbled upon an article about the author and I was like, oh, I'm going to read that book. And then, and then of course I realized, oh, it's probably making this this article is making the rounds because there's a movie being, you know, coming out about the book. So anyway, miss the book, but there's a line in the book. I took a picture of it and posted it on Instagram, but it basically says, you know, Bernadette, if you're not creating, you are a menace to society. (laughs) I love that. I love that. You know what, Bernadette, same situation over here. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Where'd you go, Sandra Primo? I am a menace to society if I am not creating. I mean, right. no other line has ever resonated with me. So yeah, you need to you need to needle or um you need to embroider that. Right? <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> so yeah, so um yeah, so getting back to what you getting back yeah. to the question that you asked. Yeah, so I did launch my my one-on-one mentoring program and I have uh I'm booked through June and awesome. um and That's hoping so awesome. Yeah, and hoping to, you know, continue to take on more clients through the rest of the summer, but I am loving this work. Mm. It was something that I resisted for a bazillion different reasons. Mm -hmm. I don't even need to go into them all. There were so many. Mm -hmm. Um, 
But I think what it boils down to is it just wasn't the right time. And now it is. And I am loving it so much, so much. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, you can go to my site, theunruffle.com. There's a tab there called Change Your Story. And yes, we are talking about those stories that keep us stuck and hold us back from bringing that, that thing that's kind of burning inside of us out into the light. And it doesn't have to be something like a business. It doesn't have to be something that you're going to make money off of. It could be a writing piece. Um, it could be, uh, you know, even just something that you've always wanted to do, but for whatever reason you've held yourself back. And so we do explore those stories, but we don't just talk about it in theory. We actually kind of get to work on, on, um, doing the thing because I'm telling you, there is nothing more energizing and validating and momentous than to just start taking action on something and actually seeing that thing like come to life. And it's been so fun. I'm having so much fun. So you're, you're a guide. You are a, an accountability partner. You are someone that's like, get, let's get this shit done. Like, yeah. let's do it. Let's quit totally. talking about it. Let's do it. Totally. So, so if someone has an idea or a, something they've been thinking about, but just are too maybe stuck to move forward, you help them get unstuck a little bit. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And I know enough about a lot of things, believe it or not. And maybe what? I don't know something about <laughs> your specific thing, you know, maybe you want to be a botanist or something. And I don't know anything specifically about botany, but you'd be surprised. I actually do know some things about botany. I mean, like I've surprised myself. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, you know, I, I, I mean, you know, there were stories that were keeping me that I was telling myself that were keeping me from doing this. And so I've had to do my own work around this. Yeah. And, um, but I, I just can't, it's just been so fun. It's been so fun. And, uh, one of my clients, Jill, uh, she won't mind me mentioning her name. Um, she has, a website up. She promoted it on Friday, last Friday, because we, we allow all of our, um, members to self-promote on Fridays and she promoted on our our Facebook group in our Facebook group podcast. Yes. Yep. And, uh, and so she promoted it last Friday. I'm just so proud of her. I feel like I looked at it. Her website looks great. Oh, it looks great. Doesn't it? Awesome. And her message is great and on point. And I mean, we really dug into, you know, who she, who she was talking to and why she was talking about it. And, um, it was, it's been so fun. And so I'm wrapping up with my first two women, um, this week we're, we're done. And then I've already started another and I've got some more coming. And so it's just, it's just so fun. So if people want to work with you, yep. if go to your website, with, check Go to my out. website. And we do work like we do Zoom calls. So there's like actual FaceTime. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. we know how to use Zoom now because we're so fancy. We know how to use Zoom now, but this is, <laughs> and this is Zoom video. So. Because we don't yeah. do video. We just, no. we just do audio. 
Yeah. Well, I think it sounds awesome. And I know a lot of our listeners, like if you're in that space, like I remember in early sobriety, I had, or even before sobriety, I had all these ideas and we've talked about it. I just never followed through. They were just yeah, dreams yeah. that seemed so far away and unattainable. I mean, look at us when we started talking about doing this podcast. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. like, but, but the thing is, in, since I stopped drinking, I realized, and I mean this, I can do anything. Right. Anything yeah. I set my mind to. And you can have the discernment too, yes. right? To mm-hmm. know what's not for you or what's not the right time. Yeah. Um, all of that. So yes. And these are something, those, those two things together are something that I don't, that I, I never had or owned before yeah. I got sober. Well, you have it now and you're, and you're sharing it. And I think that's wonderful. And I think, um, changing our story is a huge part of the work that we do. Yeah. And I love that really you're is. and doing that. And that's awesome. And I'm so glad. Yeah. On our, in our Facebook group, we let people self-promote anything that they make money from on Friday. So any creative venture, anything that you're working on, um, because we want to help foster that in the group and, and let's know who all the other creatives are in our community. So, right. Right. Because if I'm going to purchase something or hire mm-hmm. someone, I'm going to look there first. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So that's why we do it. And so I want you to talk about proof of life and Mm. what you, how you've structured your summer for yourself, because you're not going to school. That's a new thing. Yeah. I'm not going to summer school. I've taken that off the table. So that, well, let me back up a little bit. I had packaged this offering that I was going to have and I was calling it shine and I loved it and I loved the gold and I loved the artwork and I liked the idea of we would be making a ray of light. But then I realized like, it doesn't take me that long to make a ray of light. I don't need a four week course for that. <laughs> um, also, it didn't seem like it was resonating with people. And so I had a couple people sign up. So I had to redirect my, my, uh, myself, I t- take my ship in a different direction. And so I, I contacted those women and I said, Hey, I, I'm going to call this something else. I'm actually going to structure it differently. Um, I would be happy to refund your money. Um, but I wanted to let you know, this is, I, this is where I need to go with this. That was really hard for me to do, Sandra. I had three people signed up was all I had. And, and three was fine. I would have done it with three as well. But I just thought it didn't feel like I had figured it out. And mm-hmm. so the first person I called, she was so awesome. I know she listens to the program, so maybe she'll, she'll recognize this as her, but she's like, oh, I don't care what you do. I just want to hang out with you and like learn from whatever you're doing. I dig it. Awesome. And I was like, I love you. <laughs> so she made, since she was the first one, it was like, it felt so good. And she was like, yeah, whatever you have to teach, I want to learn. So whatever you're calling it, it's fine. I just want to buy some art supplies. Let's get going on this. <laughs> when's, awesome. the supply, when's the supply list coming? I'm like, okay, coming. So she helped me get the confidence to contact the other ladies. And then the one other lady that's our friend of the show, um, she was more wanting to work on writing. Right. And getting some things unstuck. And I was like, you know what? I think Sandra's gig might be more for you. And she was like, I know. I, I thought about it too, but I couldn't do both. And so I referred her to you. And I think like, I love how that just felt. Oh, it's supposed to be. It was just supposed to be. I know. So great. But it was a little nerve wracking going like, oh, I've promoted yeah. thing and now I'm going to change it. And people are going to right. think I'm it's nerve wracking to change your mind, right? We almost feel like it's, it's, it's gonna, 
make things too unsettled, you know, like but nobody's keeping track. <laughs> no. So what I've, you know, and what I've learned, I've done a lot of coaching um, or I've been coached by Tiffany Hahn for a year and a half. And I know she course corrects all the time. And I was like, nope. So what I realized is that the things that I do that I call proof of life exercises like people always DM me and message me and send me emails asking me about my practices. And I was like, why am I not teaching the thing that people want to know? They want to know how to do ray of lights as well. Mm-hmm. It's just too hard to reply to somebody and tell them all the things that they need. So that's why I thought a class would be really great. So I broke it down into four weeks and I'll be quick because you can go to my website and check it out um, at tammysolace.com. There's links. If you're in SoundCloud, there's easy links to Sandra's website and my website. So you can just go there. It's on the front page and you can click on it to read more. But I broke it down into four weeks, Sandra. They're going to be Zoom calls as well. It's a group. It's like a group class. Um, The first week is going to be on rituals and routines, morning, evening, and weekly routines. The second week, we're going to be in Portland. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I've done an email that I'm going to send out to take that Saturday's place because we're going to meet on Saturdays. And then the third week is going to be about analog practices. I'm sorry, the art of the selfie. And that's going to be examination of story and um, collaging yourself, drawing yourself, uh, self-portraits, um, selfies with your camera, a selfie project of drawing yourself every day. Um, lots of things, ideas. And people can take what they want and leave the rest. I don't have to do everything I'm suggesting. And then the last week is how to do a ray of light. And that's going to be around the story of who do you think you are and using color as metaphor. And so I did all of this and I was like, I'm so, it feels right. It Mm -hmm. feels so right. So it's $222. I'm already full for June with, with my class offering. So it's going to be in July I'm offering it and in August I'm offering it. And whoever, when you sign up, you can let me know what class you want to take, which month, and I can put you in there. And I'm also trying to teach myself how to make this more of an automated course, Sandra. Mm. Um, um, I had a coaching call with Tiffany and she talked about, and I'm just sharing this because this is the part where I feel like nobody talks about this kind of stuff, how to make a page on my blog that is a password protected class. Oh, right, right, right. So you can make it like an evergreen thing. Yeah. And so that's what I'll eventually figure out. But for now, uh, it's going to take me through summer. It's going to be awesome. I'm going to get to commune with other creative, wonderful women, which I'll love, that community component. And um, I'm really excited about it. Oh, I love it. I love it. Um, And so you are, so your calls will be Zoom as well? Yeah. Yeah. On Saturday mornings. Originally, I had had them on Mondays, but you know, a lot of people can't make Mondays. Sure, nine to five jobs. Work. So yeah, Saturdays are fine for me, and then they're going to be recorded and sent out. So if you can't make a Saturday call, the recording will go. You know, will be sent out. Um, but along that, it's not the same thing, Sandra. But it just so happened that yesterday, um, I've been working on a hard copy gratitude journal that features my watercolors, so mm-hmm. that you can write gratitude lists on top of them. And I had called, so I've been working on this for a while and it was before I came to the epiphany to change my course name, but I called it um, proof of life, 60 day Mm -hmm. gratitude journal. And so it's not involved with it, but it's the same concept that you're going to have proof of life through these lists. Mm -hmm. And so I finally figured out how to self publish it. I had to go through my, this is my third proof that I just got. And finally page numbers are correct. Art is correct. There's no typos. Um, and so it is available for pre-sale right now because it won't be in my physical hands until uh, the solstice around time of June 21st. It should be coming in. 
So I've been to my newsletter subscribers. I have been offering it for pre-sale. So it's 20 bucks and it's in my webs on my store and my website as well. And how many pages is it? Um, 60. So it'll be two months. Two mm. months. If, if people want to do it daily, I didn't put any dates on the pages because originally I did, but I thought they can do it whenever they want to do it. Right. Because for me, like I would try to make it last a year. So I would like, you know, <laughs> like I would, I would make little tiny lists all on yeah. my page, something like that. So yeah, I love that it's not that it would be dated or you could kind of do with it what you want. Yeah. I, I felt like, um, I made an idea book, which is kind of like your name it journal, I think, mm -hmm. Sandra, like, but my, my idea books and a three ring binder. And it's one of the first ideas I had that I put in the idea book and to actually see like all my notes from it and the incarnations. I wanted to walk, offer one every quarter and make it a 90 day book and do one all year long. Now this is done is better than perfect. And, um, I just want to get it out in the world. Yeah. You know, and if somebody, somebody, um, uses it and two months and they love it and they, yeah. they'll order another one. That's a great, that it'll be a great gift. And it will be also a companion to my gratitude book that I sell. So I just felt like I've been wanting to make this for a long time. And I thought I'd have to pitch a, you know, chronicle books. And I had, I've been going to these workshops, how to pitch, you know, this type of a journal to anyhow, whatever I did it myself. Make it yourself. It's so yeah. Make <laughs> it's, it yourself. It's just done. And so if people sign up for my proof of life class, a little present I've been giving everybody is a copy of my gratitude uh, book. But as soon as these are in, this will be going out to all the, the people in my class as a little thank you for signing up and they'll get a copy oh, of their very own. I love it. And it's soft yeah. cover too. Yeah. Like you're, yeah, yeah. It's small. It's six by nine. It could fit in your purse. It's just, I'm very proud of it. So I'll be bringing you a copy. Of, well, no, I have to send you one because I won't have them yet, but yes. Oh, I love it. I love yeah. it. I'm happy about it, Sandra. I feel I can't I feel... wait to flip through it and see all the, all the pretty backgrounds. Yeah. Um, so that's summer. Like we, so we're going to have a busy summer yet. Yeah, we kind of still, you don't know how it's going to unfold necessarily. You don't know the projects that people want help with. Like there's still some gray area, right? Like that it'll be fun and exciting. Oh, there's know. definitely all, there's always unknown, trust me. And I'm, you know, and, and again, I try not to get too attached to the outcome. I just, um, I, I'm staying open about it. Uh, and, and I'm, you know, uh, I'm already, I kind of know what June's going to look like. Don't know what July is going to look like yet. I'm going to be taking a vacation. Should we talk about what we're going to do on the podcast for July? <gasps> kind of exciting. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. Okay. Want me to talk about it? You talk about it? Uh, so what we decided, cause we, since last summer was so fun, we did our summer sober, wait, sober <laughs> sisters, summer sober sisters. <laughs> we haven't said this in a long time. I haven't said it in a long time. So I forgot what we called it. It was a mouthful. It was a mouthful. <laughs> it was a mouthful. Summer, sober, so sober, summers. Oh my God. Sober Sisters Summer Series? That was, was that it. it. Okay. Yes. There you go. That's it. <laughs> Where we interviewed girlfriends, right? Like more, more friends yeah. that we knew in real life, like that right. and got us to get to practice uh, our interviewing techniques. Yeah. 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 It's up to you to decide if we've gotten better. But anyway, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so we did that last summer and it was so fun. It made the summer just kind of flow. We, we stacked a lot of our interviews, so we had a lot of open space. Yeah. Um, but what we decided to do in July is that um, 
Tammy and I each chose two other podcasters in our recovery community um, to co-host with us. So in other words, you know, I'll have, I'll have two weeks of the, of July and Tammy will take two weeks of July and give each other those two weeks off and we'll take on another co-host and we're going to pick topics and sort of riff off those, but it's I'm so looking forward to it. I know it's going to be, it'll be a little weird, right? Not to do the show with one another, but I think it's going to be kind of fun. And what it does is it gives us space this summer to have a break. Yeah. Because part of me, like the part of me thinks like, I, I, I want to pause. I want to take a break from the show. Sometimes I feel that way. I do like how we're consistent and I know how much I needed um, the home podcast back in the day every week. Right. Like I set my watch by it when they were late posting on Wednesday, I was like, Oh, I need that podcast. Right. So I, I don't know if people are sitting there waiting for ours that way, but I feel like um, this was a great alternative to give us some space and to um, we could record them whenever we want. We don't have to work through our calendars together. Like I felt like we came up with a good creative solution. I think so. And I think it'll be fun for you guys listening, mm-hmm. you know, to sort of mix it up and, and um, kind of witness the chemistry between each of us and another co-host. And I don't know, it's going to be fun. I'm so looking forward to it. Yeah, it'll be fun. And it'll, it'll be different for everybody listening to it and we'll see what happens. Yeah. Great. But yeah, I mean, it feels a little bit like we're cheating on each other, but we both know about it. So it's totally fun. <laughs> <laughs> right. We've okayed it. And um, yeah, it's an open relationship. Yeah. So that the first one I think will be, I'm looking right here, uh, July 1st. It's a Monday. So the first one will be on July 1st. Uh-huh. And you guys can stay tuned for who our awesome co-hosts are. And yeah. Unless yeah. Maybe, share that. I don't know. I, I don't know. Should we leave that part a surprise? Yeah, or? let's leave it a surprise. Okay. I think they're going to be very happy with our, with our co-hosts. I think they're going to be happy with their choices too. Yeah. I, one thing I did want to share. Um, so in July, a reason for this too, is I'm going to be at a training for eight days. Um, I signed up, even though I'm not doing summer school, I signed up for an art for healing uh, certification program, which is going to enable me to help lead workshops um, as with some art therapy. And I'm not going to be an art therapist because that's a whole other degree that I do not want to go to school for, um, only because I don't want to go to school. Uh, but this is an intensive. It's like from eight to five every day for eight days in Southern California. And so structuring the show this way is going to be really helpful to me that those can already be like scheduled and I don't even have to think about them. So I, I'm, I'm happy we're doing it that way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a win-win on both sides, right? I totally. think I think the listeners are going to are going to be thrilled with how we're mixing it up. Yeah. And the other thing before we get in, I just wanted to say that maybe we should have done this at the top, but oh well, here it is. Episode 21 we did um called Summer Break Downs and Throughs. Um that's some that's an episode if you guys are wanting to, you know, listen to us talk about summer. It is after the fact these these um these episodes, episode 74 and 75, we go over our summers from last summer. And episode 65 was at the beginning of summer with Erin Shaw Street, and she talked about sober travel. Mm-hmm. So those are resources. If you're feeling a little itchy, you know, um, we got through the summer, we talked about, you know, wins, losses, kind of what worked, what didn't, what we try to do differently. So there's some things in there, I think some um, summer wisdom that if, if people want to go back and listen to those, they can. 
Yeah, yeah, because we are here to honor the experience. Summers are, summers can be really rough, really rough. Just the changes in routines, not to mention, you know, all the poolside Mm -hmm. drinking and all of that, all of those things that we used to do. Yeah. Summer. Yeah. Um, should we get to sharing three things? Is there anything else you want to promote, Sandra, or share? I am... One of the one of the things that I haven't been doing as I'm readjusting to a new, almost a new job, really, in a new schedule, is that I haven't been in my studio much, and I really miss it. Every time I walk in there, I'm like, "Aw, I miss you." <laughs> um, so I'm trying to work that back in now that I'm not doing, you know, the the school commuting shuffle, Uh um, for my kids. So I'm working back in studio time. Uh, I have a lot of fun, um, dresses and I am working on a jumpsuit sort of prototype (gasps) that I'm hoping I can finish before I go to Portland because I'm going to wear it and everybody's going to want to buy one. (laughs) Um, but, uh, so I have all these really good ideas um, of things I, I'm, I'm excited to, to add to my inventory for summer. Um, in the meantime, all of my kimonos are on sale. So Ooh. please go buy a kimono. Yes. I'm bringing my kimono to wear in Portland. I cannot wait. Yay. Yeah. It's so Yay. beautiful. It's one of the most beautiful things I own, Sandra. I love Aww, it. Thank you. I love it. Okay, good. Yeah. I need to get yeah. in my studio too. Um, Steve's still working on my studio, the doors and windows. Um, um, he's building a little, he built a garden shed basically, Sandra, and he extended it to make it a studio for me because he was having a foundation poured. So it's not mm-hmm. like I needed a painting studio or something, but I can't paint big paintings in my tiny studio. Right, right. So this was just an extension. It's going to be real bare bones and concrete floor and just, you know, the basic drywall. Like it's nothing fancy, but um, the windows are important because I have pretty views. And so I'm very yeah. excited to paint. But you need good light and all yeah, that. Yeah, totally. Yeah, that's So I hope to get out there this summer and paint too. I have, my studio has been missing me. It's been just like a catch-all for everything. Mm, yeah, I hear you. I hear you. My studio is just, it's a little sad right now. So. <laughs> okay. Well, all right. Let's do it. Let's do, uh, what are we okay. doing? We're doing three things out of, from our toolbox, which yeah. I just wrote down, by the way, because I oh, have forgotten. Yeah. Awesome. But I, I have first? some. Go first. Okay. Um, cooking, baking, being creative in the kitchen, meal planning all of that business. So I'd say cooking, um, has been really a good tool for me. Um, I, since school has just ended, I feel like I have some space now. I used to really love to cook Sandra. That is how I channeled a lot of my creativity. Mm -hmm. So Grady and I have stopped eating meat for the most part. We, we had a slip up, um, at a restaurant that had meat on something and, um, on a grilled cheese. So it was hard to kind of extricate it. So, right. But, but for the most part, we're just trying to be intentional that way. And it's been, um, a really beautiful way for me to distract myself. So like last weekend when I was feeling super anxious, I'm like, I'm gonna make a coffee cake at three in the afternoon just because. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, that has been really helpful to really make meals for my family and get kind of on a little schedule of that. Cause when school's in session, it's, and we're running around for carpool, it's hard at the end of the day to feel motivated to do that. 
Right. I get it. It's fun that when you kind of change your, you know, ch- kind of change what you're eating, then you get to explore new recipes and all of that. It's really fun. Yeah. yeah. So that, that's, that would be my tool. I think I've been using lately. That's a good one. Um, well, my first one, and this is, I repeat, this one is always on repeat for me, but, um, I can even get more specific about it. And that is summer fiction. And I already mentioned that I was reading where'd you go Bernadette. And I have, I have some more, um, you know, lighter summary fictional type (laughs) reading, uh, in the pile by my, by my reading nook. I'm super excited. And, um, yeah, I just, it's, it's, it's the time of year. Well, you motivated me with saying with how much reading you were going to um, aim for mm-hmm. this year. And I, I've not been a great reader, but um, this year, but I just picked up Circe from the library <gasps> oh, and I just started girl. it over the weekend. So, so good. Yeah. Oh, so I can, far, I'm loving it. Yeah. That is, uh, I can read, I'm not a big rereader, you know, like I'm one and done kind of thing, but mm-hmm. I could reread that book. It was so good. I, it, what an imagination. Right. Yeah. Oh. So I'm excited to, so I've been making time, even though in between Real Housewives shows, I was, I was reading Cersei while I was having lunch. I was reading Cersei before I went to bed. So yes, I'm getting there into you go. You're like highbrow, <laughs> lowbrow. You're covering all the bases. Uh, I contain multitudes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, the number two thing for me is basically creating artwork and content for the summer, for these classes. Um, I made my sister a ray of light last weekend. Again, to, again, last weekend was long and I pulled out every tool I could in between Real Housewives. I was like, I need to, <laughs> I need to stay in action. Mm-hmm. I needed to stay busy. And so I made my sister a ray of light for her one year. It's a little late, but um, I made that and I have another one to make for our friend Amanda. So um I'm going to, yeah, that's my tool right now is trying to just stay busy, create the work that needs to be made and uh, stay in that kind of zone of happiness. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. We can always make some kind of art, whatever your art is. That's a good, you know, if you're, when you're feeling itchy, Mm -hmm. keep your hands busy. Um, Okay. So my second one is again, uh, no surprises here, but swimming in cold water. Mm. Um, I, uh, like my body craves it now. It's mm-hmm. so, it's so weird. That's a story that I had to change about myself. Like I was always said I was a person who didn't like cold water and oh no, I can't mm-hmm. get in that water. It's too cold. And now my body, uh, like it, it craves it. And now that could be perimenopause. Let's be real. <laughs> Is it, it, you, but you've done cold showers too, right? Yeah, I, I do. I, I, well, I turn it on at the end of my shower for about 10 minutes. Yeah. Wow. Cold water. Um, because it does, it's, you know, it's an ancient practice. It does flush out your lymph nodes, um, it's a, your lymphatic system. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so there's all kinds of, you know, health benefits to doing it, but, um, but, oh, it just feels so good. I just, I love the feeling of jumping in cold water now. 
I love that. I always say it when I take a shower, it's like a makeshift baptism, but I think water, like when you just said that now about jumping into cold water, cause I know you go to uh, the pools and the Martin we go, Springs. We go to the Springs and it's always, you know, it's 68 degrees year round. So it's yeah. always cold. That's like, I feel like you floating kind of like a baptism thing. Mm-hmm. There. Yeah, yeah, for That's sure. Cool. Oh, I like that. And the last thing I'm going to, it's a little, I didn't talk to you about this beforehand. I know this can be triggering um, for some people. So I'll just say that. And at four plus years of sobriety, I'm only now ready to drink non-alcoholic beverages, like, uh, like that look like alcoholic beverages. So this is like a NA beer. Oh yeah. And it's called, um, it's Lagunitas is our brewery, our local brewery here. And um, it's called Hop. And it has zero alcohol, zero carbs, zero calories, and it's made from the hop water. Now, I never drank beer when I was drinking. I think I've only ever had two or three beers in my life, and I never Mm. liked it, ever. Mm. But my friend who owns a restaurant, last November, he he serves this brand, and he said, I I got something for you. so, cause we were having a cocktail and I, you know, and then when you go to have someone, a cocktail at someone's house, you're usually having water is what you're having if you're not right. drinking, but he owns a bar and a restaurant. And he was like, no, I, I have something for you. And I drank it and I really liked it. Oh, so nice. it's a sparkling, um, water made from the hop water. And so it says there's zero alcohol in it. And I have been really enjoying that. So four or five o'clock I'm cooking kind of like I used to. And like, like I said, this may not be for everyone. Right. But I've finally gotten to a point in my sobriety where I'm like, and I really only want one, Sandra. Yeah. You just want a special drink. That's it. Mm -hmm. And so that has been a tool this weekend. It was a tool as well. Um, I didn't overdo it or try to replace it like uh, how I would have drank before, but it was like a nice um, alternative. Yeah. 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 I use kombucha like that. I know some people can't drink kombucha when they're sober. Um, it, it doesn't trigger me at all. And, you know, I buy, I'll get like a big, big one and, you know, make myself a little glass too when I'm cooking and, and it's just perfect. It's a perfect little, I don't know, yeah. treat, drink. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also sometimes do apples. I've mentioned this on a podcast before, but sometimes apple cider vinegar yeah. with just plain soda and lemon or lime is really yummy too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And I couldn't do this in early sobriety. So I like yeah. really only been as I was approaching my fourth year that I'm finally feeling like I can order, um, even when I'm out in public, like uh, Seedlip um, is a base that you can use in non-alcoholic beverages. And I went to a bar last week or the week before with Steve, a dinner place, dinner bar, and they had, they were making mocktails with Seedlip. Mm. And um, I'm not going to pay $13 for a non-alcoholic drink. I'm just not. <laughs> right. But they had shrubs that were like six bucks. I was like, yeah, I'll have that. So it was nice to have a festive cocktail. Finally. I have not wanted to do that until recently. Mm-hmm. So, all right. That's yeah. my, okay. my last one is, um, I'm, I'm this summer I'm dedicating to some personal writing. And so, that's going to look like, I don't know, different things. I'm, I'm going to, this is my summer to pitch some things. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't really know how to do that yet, but I'm learning. Mm-hmm. And I am, <laughs> the, one of my, the, a woman that I work with yesterday, we're working on her writing and I, you know, try 
to relay to her, I talk, talk about this thing that I'm writing in quotation marks. Mm-hmm. Like, you keep talking about this thing you're writing. Why don't you just call it something? I'm like, thank you. See, we are learning from each other. <laughs> um, I think it's going to be nonfiction. Uh, I've always said I'm not interested in writing a memoir. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I'm, so I think this is going to be a fiction, fictional piece I'm mm-hmm. writing longer form. So that would be a book possibly. Um, but anyway, it's in the very beginning stages. I'm making note cards right now. Nice. But yeah, so that's going to keep me busy all summer, I think. Good. Yeah. So yeah, lots of creative outlets for us this summer. Yeah. Yep. And I think reading is very much a creative process, part of the process too. I agree. Yeah. Seeing how other people do it and how they structure it and getting inspired by and Yeah. I think that's good. You're going to love the book that Maria Semple wrote after Where'd You Go, Bernadette. Okay. I mean, I I loved Bernadette, but the second book, I can't even remember the name of it right now, but my favorite, like just so beautiful. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm putting that on hold at my library next, as soon as I'm done with this one. Yeah. She's a fantastic writer. So good. Mm -hmm. So good. And did you know, here's Hmm. a little FYI. Um, and I didn't know this, my, my ex-mother-in-law told me, but a book that is written the way where Bernadette is written in letters is called an apostolary book. I did not know that. Mm -hmm. I like that. I know because I was telling her about the book and she's a huge reader, but she's never read it. And I'm like, you know, it's written in letters. It's just letters back and forth. She's like, "Uh uh-huh. That's called an apostolary book. (laughs) All right. See, you learned something new. (laughs) Well, I, I, at first I thought that style was going to bug me. I and thought so too. And it did. I thought it was going to bug me about oh. I, when I was 10 pages in, I'm like, oh, this is going to drive me nuts. And then 50 pages, like, oh my God, I cannot wait. I'm almost done. Mm-hmm. Almost stayed up too late finishing it. Oh, and the virtual assistant. Like I just, oh, <laughs> I love God, it so much. Oh, so good. That's a, a great summer read. Right. It is. Ooh, we should think about summer reads. Uh huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we got to wrap this up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I hope this was helpful to people. I and, do too. Um, you know, and and again, if you want to be part of our secret Facebook group, um, there's no password to get in. You just need to friend Sandra or myself on Facebook, and send us a, a direct message saying, "Can you please add me to the group?" And we will add you. And there's like I don't know, 700 plus women there, and we can share, you can share your struggles, but you can also share your successes and, yes. and, and your creative Fridays. It's a creative share Friday. We call it and people can self-promote, but people can share whatever they're working on for fun all the time. And I don't know that I think we'll get, I'll get back in there this summer and kind of remind people of that too, Sandra, like, well, yeah, let's see what you're right, doing. Right. Right. Because I think some people think we mean, you know, personal projects or whatever. And we don't mean that we just, we try to just, um, you know, we don't want everybody to, to constantly, you know, we don't want anyone be, to be constantly bombarded with someone trying to sell you something in there. Um, only on Fridays. Yeah. And no fundraising. You can't do any fundraising in the page. Yeah. But those are our only two guidelines and everything else. Like I love seeing when people share what they're working on, what meal they're cooking, what, you know, all of that. And Mm -hmm. it's been, it's been fun sharing in there lately. So if anybody wants in on that, um, you can just friend us up. Yeah. 
Yeah. All right. I think that's it. All right. All right. This was good. I'll chat with you soon. Soon. (laughs) Bye. Bye. The Unruffled Podcast was created and produced by Sandra Primo and Tammy Salas. Our show is edited and mixed by Steve Hecht. Original music composed and performed by Caitlin Schumacher. Original artwork created by Tammy with the help of graphic designers Chris Aguirre and Amy Lanier. Thanks for listening.